0: I stay loose, I stay high, I stay loose, I stay high, I stay loose, I stay high I, I could do this all night, cause I do what I like, yeah I do what I like, yeah I do what I like Sipping goose, sip is right And I go with the flow, yeah I go with the flow, yeah I go with the flow, cause I know I'm the show In the zone, here I go, in the zone, here I go, in the zone, here I go, the zone, here I go. Yeah they know I'm a pro go let's go yeah let's go all righty hello ladies and gentlemen welcome once again to the we talk ladies hoops podcast episode number five i'm your host for the day money maker chris and joined as always by the one and only miss kita Kita, how you doing
1: I'm doing pretty well, Chris. We here again talk about some ladies yes, basketball. Yes, awesome.
0: So you know, different for us. We five episodes into this podcast. It's been fun. So looking forward to another episode here today, learning some more information about ladies hoops.
1: Yeah, very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, still season one without you know regular basketball yet, but you know yeah, we, we let's we're definitely
0: here for you. definitely get you some content <laughs> to listen to while we you know wait for see if you have a season and why you know people at home you know they want something to do give me a little something to listen to here today (laughs) cool exactly so today we're going to be talking about a couple of former mystics players um Elena beard and Shamiqua holds so i'm very excited about this you looking forward to this are you ready
1: yeah i'm ready i'm interested in um see why did you pick yeah, these two I individuals
0: like I said, these were two individuals like when the Mystics first really got started these were kind of like the faces of the franchise like, you know now you got you know Della Dome she's kind of like the face of the franchise of course when Kristen Toller was there she was like, another one of the faces of the franchise and I figured these two ladies were very good players during their time and co- they were very good college players and also they were two very good pros as well so I just wanted to kind of give some light to both of them because know they don't really talk about them like early on when they were playing and they were like during their prime they got a lot of attention but recently you don't hear a lot about them so I just want to just shine a little like give them a little spotlight here on the show today. Cool, cool. So I'm okay, starting hard. off with Miss um Miss Atlanta Beard. She was um she was like a small forward guard. She was like five eleven and let's see she played for Duke University. Four years at Duke University, and she's um, holds the school scoring record for um, two thousand six hundred eighty-seven points. And said she was the first NCAA basketball player to amass over two thousand six hundred points, five hundred assists, and 400, 400 uh, career steals. And she played all four seasons at Duke. She had a very good career with them. Uh, first season, she averaged seventeen points. She had 19.8 points her second season, 22 points her third season, and 19.7 points her fourth season with uh, the Blue Devils. And she was drafted in 2004 by the Mystics with the second overall pick. And she was an instant success as soon as she came to the league. She was a starter right off the bat. She helped lead them to the playoffs in her first season. They ended up losing to the Connecticut Sun. And then she became an all-star in her second season with the team. She was averaging about 14 points a game, but they missed the playoffs that season. And she was there from 2004 to 2011 with them. And then she eventually went on playing uh, overseas for a little bit. And then she went to the Sparks from 2012, 2016. She's a WNBA champion. She won a a WNBA championship, four-time All-Star. She was Defensive Player of the Year in 2017 to 2018. And then she was first team all defenses from uh, 2007, 2012, 2016, and 2018. And she was also um, AC, ACC Player of the Year from, uh, for for uh, three years, from 2002 to 2004. Uh, let's see. She was signed with the Sparks multiple times, but um, she had a lot of injuries, like a hamstring injury, um, a variety of kind of injuries that kind of was came, came like an issue for her, like toward the end of her career, so she kind of got played by injuries, and then she like officially announced her retirement. Um, actually, this year, actually, uh, January twenty third uh this year, she her retirement after a fifteen year, fifteen year career. But yeah, she was a very good player. She was a very good defensive player. People don't want to talk about her like people want to talk about her offensive game, but her defensive game <laughs> was very good too. She was a very good defensive player. But yeah, I enjoyed watching her play. I wasn't like totally familiar with like she first came to the Mystics, but like kind of researching her and kind of watching her game, I've enjoyed watching her play. So I definitely recommend anybody that's not familiar with Alana Beard, like go YouTube some of her um, highlights and stuff and definitely check her out. She was a very good player during her time for the Mystics and the L.A. Sport.
1: Yeah, because when I was like researcher a little bit, I was like, okay. I was like, I see more of like a defense. Like offense, like you said, was really defense good, spot. but I was like more mm-hmm. focused on the defense. She has tons of steals, um, stocks. And you were talking about her injury, so she missed the entire season for 2011 mm. with a foot injury, and I think then she had another one too. And then she came back to play with the uh, the Sparks. But it, it was interesting, like just like read up on her, cause I I never heard of yeah, her. Yeah,
0: she like I said, she's one of those players they don't talk about her a lot, but she was a very good player, like mm. so both in college and in the pro. She's not maybe not a household name, but she was one of those players that was a very solid player throughout her career like it's a very good defensive player you don't talk enough about her defense a very good defensive player in college and in the program
1: hearing about her like when you was telling me about her um last week i was like okay i'm, I'm just like researcher but even like going back with the Mississippi like history i don't ever recall and like saying her name and i know mm-hmm. they try to forget like their past and you know all the coaches and all like the downfalls but like these, these, this one of the people mm-hmm. was oh, like really important to them. So I'm like kind of shocked they don't really bring her up. Maybe because she retired with the Spartans. But um, I know um this year they did like a little thing on social media, like she was retired and everybody was thanking her, um, like from her team and stuff on tweets and stuff like that. I didn't realize she was still playing. That was crazy. Like, she's almost 40 yeah, I was years surprised old, and she's still I, cause I, like
0: Because I remember her when she first came to the league, and then I know she eventually went over to the Sparks. But I was shocked that she, she was still playing, too, because I was like, I heard her name be mentioned. Because I, I hadn't heard her name in a while. I was like, oh, she's still playing? I, I remember when she first came into the league. That's
1: crazy. Yeah, because for a while, like, you could tell, like, every time, like, the years come, like, you know, her, her, stops, her stops would go low and low. And then eventually, you know, it was, like, time to hang it up, so. You Know she had a, a successful career, it seems. When I was like reading the stacks and stuff like that, and it's like, okay, she, she won the championship. So you say she won two, or did she win four? She won just one
0: championship. She won
1: championship with the um, Spartans. one okay. Oh no, yeah, I'm thinking about the, uh, the all star. I think four times. Okay, yeah, it's all good. Okay, <laughs> okay that's what, uh, my bad. Okay, <laughs> I was like, her four, so I said her four, but uh, yeah, it's interesting, and you can see like, um is more of a history thing of like with these women i wish they like do more documentary
0: yeah they about really like should. especially now when there's not a whole lot of like sports and stuff on it should be a good time to like have like documentaries and it also would be good it would introduce more people to the WNBA, so you can kind of get more familiar with the players and some of these teams and everything i think that would be a good way of kind of bringing more attention to the to the game for the WNBA. yeah that's true yeah. anything else on elena beard
1: um no not that i can think of maybe at the end of the show i might pop up or something but um uh well kind of it's more what the la Sparks like okay so she's gone who can replace her that would be the only person i uh was the only thing i would say like who who can replace her as far as that defense um you know like that veteran like presence of like defense yeah yeah that, that's,
0: <laughs> that's, that's such an underrated thing everybody talks about you know offense offense but they always say like defense wins championships if you've got a player versus a veteran or whoever it is and they're a solid defensive player that's a hard thing to try to replace because you don't have everybody that always wants to focus on defense everybody wants to you know get their stats up and get their points up and you know highlight reel and everything but people that play good defense mm-hmm. they need they need some love too because that's a very important part of the game as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. All right, up next, another former Mystics player, uh, Shamiqua She was a tall girl, too. She was 6'2, and <laughs> I know, right? And then she Jesus. played, um, at the University of Tennessee. She played for the famous uh coach, uh, Pat mm-hmm. Summit, and she won three championships there, uh, back to back to back years 96, 97. And ninety eight, and then that ninety eight team was undefeated too. They went thirty nine and zero. She had a very very successful, um, successful um, college career, and she was drafted by the Mystics in ninety nine. She was the number one overall pick too, and then she was on the cover of um, Slam magazine. I think she's one of the first females to be on the cover. She was on the cover with a Knicks jersey on. And some people were saying that was like a way They're saying she was one of those players that could not only play in the WNBA, she could possibly play in the NBA, too, because her skill set was that good. She was a rookie of the year um, in her first season. Uh, She made the All-Star team for the inaugural All-Star game. Uh, She averaged 16.9 points and 7.9 rebounds during her first season. She also was on the Olympic team as well and helped lead them to to a goal. And then she was eventually traded from the Mystics to the Sparks in uh two thousand and five. Yeah, she had like toward the end of her career, she had a lot of personal issues and stuff that was going on. She was dealing with some depression, and she had some legal issues off outside the um off the court as well that she was dealing with. She had an incident with like her girlfriend and everything. But um, there's actually a, I found out there's a documentary on her on YouTube called Nine Games it kind of talks about her career and everything because like I said, she was. She was a very good player like in college and in pros but like i said she dealt with a lot of issues she did i think she talked about like after her career was over it was kind of kind of sad she was such a very good player at her you know peak and everything so it's sad to see that she was dealing with like frustration and everything and some other issues and everything but when she was on she was a very solid player i enjoyed watching her play i remember when she was with the mystics I wish she could have did more from them, but ultimately she was another one that I don't think gets talked about. Just like Atlanta, they don't talk about her enough. But she was a she was a baller. She was a big time baller in the league.
1: Yeah, it, like it seemed like even I, you know, like researching and stuff. But um, I think when I was reading earlier today, I saw something like she retired. Mm-hmm, she did, and then she came back mm-hmm. uh for a season. So you know, so you know, sometimes it takes like a lot to walk away from mm-hmm. that particular uh, sport. And like you talk about her personal problems, yeah, they do have mm-hmm. a documentary about that. It um I think it's called uh Beating the Oz, Shot After Shot," <clears throat> and it came out um I think all like you talk about her like issues um 2012 actually November mm-hmm. 15 2012, she um basically attacked her ex girlfriend mm-hmm. with a baseball bat to her car, mm-hmm. and then she shot the car, and then uh she got arrested and for aggravated assault criminal damage and then she had to do i believe it said probation and something with um community community service hours and stuff like that so i mean and yeah she does talk about so like a clip she was talking about like the struggles which she uh having uh, I believe she said she was bipolar oh really oh. if i'm not mistaken yeah, so that's not true. I apologize. But, yeah, it's so something about she's, like, being, like, she's bipolar and dealing mental issues. In one clip, she was, like, you know, basketball was her outlet. And then, you know, when that's gone, it's, like, how can, you know, mm-hmm. like, deal with that? Because mm-hmm. that's all she knew, you know, was basketball. And then now mm-hmm. she does, like, yoga you know, other stuff to, like, you know, mentally make her focus on positive stuff. So I even, I even heard, like, far as the end of, um, like at the basketball like how she, you know, she had issues and she um, recognized and then, you know, she finally got And that's
0: an so. important thing too, because a lot of these, you know, just athletes in general, they'll have like all, sometimes all of them, all, some, some athletes, like only thing they know is that sport where there's no basketball, football, whatever it is. That's why it's important too, to also have other interests that like once your career is over with, you can have other interests, whether you like to, um, if you want to start a business or something, or if you want to, you know, Whatever it is you decide to do, just have some other interests outside of sports. That's why it's very important. That's why a lot of you know athletes, once they retire, they they go through depression, they go through like dark periods because they don't really have anything. That's the whole life was built around whatever sport they were playing, and once that's gone, they feel like this empty void inside. So might, you know they might turn to drugs and alcohol and stuff, and they have all kinds of problems and everything. That's why it's a very important to you know venture out and have other things that you're interested in too. So once that sport is gone, you can have something else to kind of gravitate
1: to in your life. Yeah, but at the same time I think, you know, back then, like illness like in the late like nineties and early two thousands, you know, I don't think people was like really heavy True. into like, oh, yeah. oh, mental sure. illness like they are mm-hmm. now. So, um now, you know, the I think the athletes like people backstage, you know, I said backstage, you know what I mean, like back, um, you know, they, mm-hmm. they recognize that now I think they like Today, today's sports is like they're more focused mm-hmm. on like the personal side of the players versus like, like the you know the game, the physical side of the players. If that made sense to you guys, but uh, it's just more like a mental aspect. Back then, it was mm-hmm. more like you know mm-hmm. get over it, mm-hmm. go out there on the court. You know now mm-hmm. it's more like they try to like balance it right because that's right. a human being yeah, at was, the end of the day.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of All like they didn't beings. take it as yeah. serious. They were like, like, oh, like you said, like, ooh, ooh, like ooh, oh, course. get back out there. There's nothing wrong with mm-hmm. you. They weren't, you know. Understanding that, you know, people are like depression. So that's a real thing. That's nothing like to play around. It's not just something like, you can just oh just, just get get over, it, you know, so they were just, yeah. So I can understand that it was a different time yeah. period. Now they kind of, you know, they focus more on it. They're more accepting of people with those type mm-hmm.
1: of issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they try to work with you, you know, like trying to find like how can we can like maintain mm-hmm. it, you know, in a positive light. Well, if you had problems, they would help you, you know, as far as, like, getting some help. But back then, it was more like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, I don't think it was, like, well-known. Mm-hmm. It probably was known, mm-hmm. but not, like, well-known to athletes, stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. that's a lot of pressure being an athlete. Like, you know, you just this superstar. And then, like, once you, like, go down, you know, people don't see, they don't see, you know, your your personal life. Mm-hmm. They only see what you on the court. They don't know, like, what's going on inside Yeah, that's why it's so important you always ask people. How you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, like just to check.
0: Yeah, people might, people
1: these athletes might have
0: people been in like embarrassed too, like, to like the same thing. You might have been afraid. Hey, yeah. you know, if I say anything, or if I speak up on yeah. this, I may lose my spot. I may lose my spot on the team. I may lose endorsement opportunity. They might have been scared. They, they might have you know, holding all that stuff That's in. True. Figuring that, mm-hmm. like, you know, people wouldn't take you seriously. Oh, you know, you have these mental issues. We don't want nothing to do with you. We don't want to do on this team. We don't want to no work for you and everything. So they kind of like hit a lot of that stuff. But now it's like more in the open. People are more accepting of people dealing with those type of issues
1: mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you nailed it. You exactly nailed it. I was about to say next. But uh, yeah, it was interesting. Like um, you picked these two because I was like, okay, they both went in the miscus and then they both went to the Sparks. I was like, maybe he got like a pattern or something. I, so I was like, okay. I knew they had left the team. I, I was doing my research. I, told,
0: I said, I yeah, right. They did both end up with the Sparks. But I just remember... Both of them, when they were on the team, they were very very good players. And, like, now you don't, you know, hear anything about them. And I'm like, you know, let's, let's, you know, shine some light on these two ladies. These were two very good basketball players that need that shine and need that recognition. Kind of like like last episode, we were talking about the um, Houston Comets team. It's it's, It's fascinating to me that nobody, like, talks about them. It's kind of the same thing with these two ladies, too. They definitely had an impact on the game, and nobody's, like, talking about them like I feel they should.
1: Exactly. It's it's just it's like crazy, like even like whatever sports you might hear like a you know like a a tribute to them. Maybe mm-hmm. like the commentary you might hear. something mm-hmm. like, "Once in the blue moon from somebody," yeah, but normally crazy. no. So I figured I'd say, "Why not?" You know, give these ladies some shine, give me some give them some recognition. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm I'm glad you did that because I was like, uh, "I I should know these individuals," but I just thought you know like you know actually watching. The miscits play, so like, I'm still learning. Oh, yeah, stories. yeah. No, so, problem. thank you. <laughs> that,
0: that, that's one of the <laughs> good things about this show. We you know, we talk about stuff that we know, we're also learning a lot as well. Like I say, I know some about the WNBA game, but I'm learning stuff just like you as well. About the players and some of the teams and coaches and everything. That's one of the great things about this podcast. We can be informative with people too. We can gotta learn together as we, you know, continue to continue to grow the show.
1: Exactly. Definitely. And it was a. It's more like uh, when you research, even like on the last episode, it was just interest, like to like see, and like listen to like interviews and like reading stuff. Like, oh, these individuals actually had like a really big impact. But like mm-hmm. you said earlier, you don't really hear from. Them. But yeah, just, really, that's something
0: they should definitely do. They should definitely do a better job of, like marketing, like you know, the women's game and some of the teams and players and everything, and then the history and everything too. Because they have a good, good history and everything. From like when the league first started and certain players and everything it should do a better job for like marketing and kind of like i say i think it will definitely ultimately help and like gravitate more people to get interested in the wmba like, like i said there's a lot of good players that need that shine need that recognition i think they could do a better job and it will, like i said would get more people interested in the WNBA and into women's basketball
1: mm-hmm.
0: mm, um anything else on any of these ladies anything else you wanted to discuss
1: um, that with these individuals, uh, it was nice uh, learning something new. Uh, so like far as news, uh, WNBA basically they had to cut um their team into twelve players, and I'm like, okay, twelve player rosters, and it need to be by May twenty sixth, mm-hmm. which is today. is the twenty fourth when we're recording, and it's like, okay, so you mm-hmm. had to get down to twelve. And I'm like, uh, what about the rest of them? But I guess because you know the budget cuts because mm-hmm. of the Corona mm-hmm. and stuff like that, where they could get paid. So I I wanted to uh, know like your thoughts about like them doing this dramatic cut, mm-hmm. which I understand why they doing. It's it. unfortunate, like you said. I do understand like with everything going on
0: with the Corona and everything, so you probably want a tighter budget. So I understand them making cuts. But I wonder if things start getting like better, would they you know allow some of these players to come back? Is this like a permanent thing or is this one of those things where as things and food, maybe they give the, you know, they'd expand the roster back to what it was beforehand.
1: So Mm. I wonder. Yeah. It just, I was just like, I don't know. Like what's the outcome? Like, are we going to have games? I saw something like, well, Walt Disney was like, they would love to host WNBA games. Like that would be very big and huge. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know where they could put them at, but okay. But uh, I was like, oh, that's interesting here. Like, you know, that's the rumor going around uh, for that. So I was like, mm, okay, we'll see if Walt Disney, like, freaking hosts a WNBA game. That's that's crazy to me. Like, not in a bad way. It's like, whoa, like, that's that's crazy in a good way. I mean, like, like where can you put it? I would be, I would be intrigued to see, like, how they would even,
0: like, do mm-hmm. that. That's a
1: whole nother revenue like that's, that's like big money right there. And then I don't know they would have it in the park. I don't know if they got that much room, but that's, that was very yeah, that, that would good. That would be good
0: for the league. It'd be good exposure. It'd be a good way to get the name and everything out there. Mm. Um, Getting them in front of a coming up. say you get money like that. That's, that's very good advertisement. I hadn't heard that, but if they end up going that route, that could be ultimately be like a blessing in disguise for the WNBA
1: yeah i mean they could host some type you know some games i don't know how many games they can host because you know florida right now Mm -hmm. is like the hot spot far as like um i guess the corona is not that bad i don't know like Mm -hmm. the details on that but like far as like like sports team playing down there like i feel like i heard last week they said oh we could find a place for baseball Mm -hmm. we know wrestling's down there you know football like they literally like trying to get all they trying to soak up all the sports since ever like um cities and states can't host uh, yeah I guess games I right guess, guess maybe
0: the numbers and stuff aren't as, like I said don't quote me on this but I guess i just you know from where it seems mm-hmm. like maybe the numbers and stuff aren't as bad down there so they're more open to having
1: I don't know. I mean these are the same people yeah. say wrestling is know. So they might just want the revenue. They are probably just being Yeah we can't it. say I don't know yeah, details. but it's, it's like,
0: not That seems like the like the hot spot now for everybody to run to to kind of get their, you know, beat and do so. I
1: don't know. But, yeah, that's all the news I had. That that was just um, the only two, like, news, like, I, you know, so, like, worth talking about. And, uh, the first one, that's a big thing. I guess we got to wait a couple weeks to see what happened because right now it's supposed to be our season. Mm-hmm. we supposed mm-hmm. to be, like, recapping the season, but, you know, things happen, and, you know, and maybe this is the way we're supposed to go with our show, like, just talk about history. So when, when the game come back on, we mm-hmm. have more knowledge. Now, hopefully so. at the
0: end of the day they can get a season going. Like I said, they don't have a Super long season but just finding the right location and how many games i mean they're gonna play a full season they're gonna cut it in half just trying to figure out ultimately how they're gonna you know get through it and everything so
1: it it, it didn't you know what which i i just like it just popped up in my head just like um in my misa came to mind like you have a lot of women yes. who's overseas right now so you know you can't have them here if you know the band mm-hmm. is still like far like flying wise. So that's another whole situation for them, and it's like your teams that you are like you are known for, you might not see them. You know, mm-hmm. on this season, if if the the game continued, like you probably have a bunch of rookies or. Because most of them are overseas, playing they probably stuck. Yeah, over I didn't there. even Maybe. consider that, but
0: yeah, that, that's a big thing too. Because you got a lot of the girls stuff overseas, and you can't get them back over here. That's gonna be a major issue too, like filling out your roster and everything as well. So that's something to consider too when they start trying to decide when they're gonna actually start a season. So they got a lot to consider. They got a whole whole lot yeah. of stuff to consider before they actually, I guess, come to a decision. Like, oh, we're gonna have a season, or we're not gonna have.
1: Totally, so that just popped up in my head. I just told about Emma Misa for that's some reason. Right. Like, yeah, that's right, yeah. That's, that's, oh my that's a, God, Did she know? Yeah, that's she does overseas I mean,
0: How you going to get these girls back over there if it's still like a travel van and can't get them back over here for the season? So I don't know. It's, 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 it's something, something mm. to partner. Well, I'm yeah. glad it's not, it's not me having to make some of these decisions. It's it's, it's it's tough. It's trying to figure out all this stuff out. Right, just, You yeah. know, trying to keep it keep everybody safe and everything. It's just, it's just it's, it's
1: wild. Right? It is, totally. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm I good am good, as good Chris. Well. Like I'm said, cool another
0: now. good episode, another informative episode here. Um, anything else before we wrap up? Anything else? That's it.
1: Uh, besides that, I'm just looking at the Elena <laughs> Bobblehead and uh, peace out. All right, cool. <laughs> that wraps up another episode. Um, any last words for this episode? Uh, again, looking at Elena bobblehead and uh, peace out yes peace out guys <laughs> stay safe
0: see you next time